What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Red River Horror Podcast. This is episode number nine. Can you believe it? I sure can't. But hey, I'm Joe Zakreski. I'm joined today with Eddie Cayazzo. Hi, Ed. How are you? Joe, good evening. And we also have RedRiverHorror.com's newest contributor, Dr. Halloween, on the line with us. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey! It's good to see you, man. What are you... You can see Thank him. Thank you for having me on. Yes. Yes, we can. <laughs> Nobody else can. In, in the world of podcasting. No. Nobody Thankfully. else. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep him hidden for now, but keep an eye out for some articles. And for today, we are getting ready for October. We are getting ready for those 31 days of Halloween, 30 days leading up to Halloween and then the day itself. Yes. So we are giving you the start of the first 15 days of movie viewing. Right. For one night every night for the first 15 days of ho- for October and then we'll do another episode where we do the next batch yeah 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 so we'll, we'll keep them we're just gonna keep them this, coming we're pumped is, we're ready this is part one there's going to be two parts we have some interviews lined up in between so we're gonna do the 31 days of Halloween yes and then an interview yep a very we're excited to tell you who that is but we can't as of right now no nope. we're excited prompt and then the part two, so you can kind of round out your month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be great October. It is. So, all right. So we we brought Doctor Halloween on board because this. All right. So a little backstory. We've been we've been well, we're friends a very long time ago. Hadn't seen him in a very very long time, and and people around were making jokes. It's just like. Oh, dude, that that's like you. You love like Halloween stuff and the flannel shirts and all that. I'm just like, yeah, but like how much does he really like the Halloween autumnal season? You know, because mm-hmm. this season of fall has blown up in the age of uh, Twitter and Instagram and boots and <laughs> fire pits. <laughs> Pumpkin you know? spice. Right. So after chatting for an hour and a half after not seeing this person for 20 years it's like oh my gosh he actually is more into halloween than i am like i mean as far as the knowledge and, and just the understanding of the season mm. so so doc it's a problem it's a problem <laughs> on my end <laughs> so, <A> healthy obsession <laughs> So this is part one. We are going to do one through 15 of the Red River Horror hand-selected 31 Days of Halloween. Now, these are 31 films picked. Now, at the time, this is a few years old. Yep. All right? At the time, we had seven contributors to the site. I asked them to all give me their 31 top horror movies. I didn't. I actually did not specify Halloween, October, anything like that. I said, just give me your 31 horror movies. Mm-hmm. There was bound to be some overlap. Every movie that was listed got a vote, and then we organized all the ones that overlapped into our calendar of 31. So we're going to do 1 to 15. Dr. Halloween has a slightly different method that's pretty cool. So how do you select your 31 days of Halloween? So with this year's list, um, I pretty much kept it pretty contained. Uh, compared to, to previous years, um, this year's list is, is, is pretty simple. So, um, there's, so, so it really depends a lot on what day October begins. So this year it's a Thursday. So, uh, with a Thursday, I know that Friday, Saturday, right next, I'm jamming packed those weekends full with, with, with Halloween movies. Um, so every weekend starting from October 2nd on, um, 
every movie is related to Halloween. It either takes place on Halloween. Um, there's a character in it with a uh, some some semblance of of holiday spirit. Uh, I don't want to give too much away with that. Sure. Um, and then every Sunday throughout the month, it's a black and white film um, dating back to the Universal Horror Classics. Ooh. Um, so that's pretty much how I've uh, how I've situated this year's list. Um, and as the month goes on, um, it kind of builds to a crescendo. And then you start really getting the heavy hitters uh, towards the tail end of the month. Um, and then it concludes on Halloween with a double feature. Uh, in years past, it's been a triple feature, sometimes a quadruple feature. This year, just just doing two. Nice. I like that a lot. And Joe, you actually haven't read the piece yet that's going to accompany. No, and I'm, I'm looking it's, forward to it. It seriously like embodies the season, so I'm very, very, very cool. excited to that. But our listeners, as of this point, will not be treated to that at the moment because mm-hmm. we're going to give, I guess, if there isn't any overlap, we could technically give 30 films tonight. In part one here. Yeah, I guess you could. I guess we could. All right, Joe. So what did Red River Horror select for the first day in October? So for the first day of October, we have The Witch. Ah. Mm. Classic. Yep. Robert Eggers. It, it's a serious... Seriously good film. Yeah, I guess I, I, I'm i not going to comment on every single one. I guess. No, it's okay. We'll just do a rundown, you know, just a quick, quick little, oh, yeah, yeah good one. I'll be honest, though, fellas, I haven't, this isn't one that I, did I watch this with you? I don't know if I've seen this one. No, I saw this one with my wife. That's okay. Yeah, because yeah, I don't think I saw that one. And I remember I saying I was going to watch it when this list was first made mm-hmm. a couple, you know, a while back. And you, you liked The Lighthouse, right? Uh, I love The Lighthouse. Same filmmaker. Oh, Perfect. So, so it's going to be good. Yes. Trust. Trust. Sure. Yeah, that's a thing. So anyway. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm looking I'm like, that's not on the list. No, I got you. <laughs> it's just stupid trust. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Number two, coming in for the second movie on October 2nd, you go with The Blair Witch Project, mm-hmm. which I still love it. I don't care who you are. Some people start like trashing on it now. I still love the Blair Witch Project. A question for Dr. Halloween and you. Okay. I saw this film at AMC Andorra 8. Did either of you? Yes. Not at, not at the one in Andorra. Wow. Okay. All yeah, right. Because that was when you thought it was real. Like it was real footage. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. They got me good. Uh, yes. It was. But yeah. Great. I still, it's one of those ones. Yeah, you're not going to watch it all the time, but if you do watch it, dark room. Yes, watch it in mm-hmm. a dark room. Don't watch it during the day. Like try and get into the atmosphere of the movie. Right, and it makes it just very enjoyable. Okay, that's what I like about. All right, it. number three on Red River Horrors. Number three on Red River Horrors is one of my absolute favorites that I recommend to everybody. Okay. Uh, I mean, I guess it's not newer anymore, but in my mind, it's still newer, is Sinister. Yes. Mm, nice. Nice Which, choice. Yeah. I I loved Sinister. I, I was not a huge fan of the end, but the movie itself yeah. was one of the best I've seen yeah. in modern times. Everything else before that makes it totally worth yes. it. Yes. So if you haven't seen Sinister, watch it. If you've talked to me before about horror movies, I've told you to watch Sinister. Yeah, because I, I love that movie. I, <laughs> I just love it. Right. There's one kill in that movie that uh, 
it's worth the price of admission alone. I don't know. I don't want to spoil anything, or if you, you guys don't care to do spoilers. I, I would be interested. We have to hear it. Which which yeah. one specific? Because like I think all the reels really. The, I was I was referencing the lawnmower kill. Oh <laughs> yeah, good awesome. one. Yeah, definitely. So then we have for October fourth, the descent. Yes. Now the descent gets a lot of mixed. It does. Love and see, hate. see, when we were when we were younger, my take on it was okay. There's another movie with cre- zombie like creatures in it. I was kind of tired at that point, but when, upon seeing the descent, I I came to appreciate it for the things that weren't the monsters. It was yeah overall a pretty good experience. Yeah. It's it's one of those ones where I keep getting told to go back and watch it, and I haven't done that yet. Yeah. But I probably will this year because that seems like a good one to go back to. Yes, Do- Dr. Halloween, which ending do you prefer of The Descent? Mm. So I'm a little bit uh, foggy on this movie because I haven't seen it in about five or six years. Um, I like, if I'm remembering correctly, there's a pretty nihilistic ending, correct? If I could remember what nihilistic is or was, <laughs> yes. It's just very, very <laughs> pessimistic and dark and there's no hope whatsoever. Yes, correct. Okay. The, I'll have to revisit that. Okay. Revisit I was just movie. curious. There, there's, there's a lot of like YouTubers and people in the space that prefer, uh, I think, the director's cut ending. I can't really say that I, I know the two. To be fair, on RedRiverHorror.com, it's specifically the original unrated cut. Okay. Is the picture for the recommendation. Oh, oh man. So you, if you at home, you could, you could try them both. I you don't can know. Try. Yeah, you, got, you know, sometimes you go shopping for fans. You got to try on more than one pair, right? Right. right. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So number five, and then we're going to get start Dr. Okay, Halloween's so list. Number five, classic Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. Which, if you listened to last week's episode, you know that in the original in the Nintendo game, you got to go around and pick up all of Freddy's bones and get them back to that furnace. All right. <laughs> Which is the objective in the movie too. Oh wait, no, it's not. <laughs> it's just Johnny Depp getting killed. Right. Remember Johnny Depp? Yeah. Getting sucked into a bed. Yeah. <laughs> the problem. The, here's my thing with just to before we start your list, I. <sighs> I like Nightmare on Elm Street, all right? It's a great film. I enjoy it. I do not understand why it is as great as other people feel about it. Like, some of my favorite horror filmmakers look to this film and say, this was it for me. This was is my favorite, all that. I don't really get it. It's a nightmare, really? Yes. Okay, well, we'll let Dr. Halloween answer first. And I got I got an answer for you. I think. Okay. Yeah, I, I think the concept is absolutely gold. I don't know if it's executed um, to its fullest potential. Um, but overall, uh, I, I can see why a lot of filmmakers would consider it um, really the foundation for their films. In terms of uh, the, the technology that they kind of used um, – And I'm talking about just very hands-on technology, like the room spinning uh, trick in the very beginning with Tina's death, Mm -hmm. uh, where the whole room is rotating and she's on top of the ceiling. And it just really throws you into uh, something that you are uncomfortable with. Uh, It's it's eerie and it's it's otherworldly. 
Uh, so I thought the concepts were great throughout it like that, but I can see, I can see why people wouldn't like it that much, especially nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, okay. definitely, definitely for a more recent thing, why it would be like hokey for a modern take. But at the time when it came out, um, when you think of horror movies that are to given a lot of credits, like how does it scare, like what, what, how does it scare you? So it's like, I am trying to get through an episode without referencing Jaws, but here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally talking about this before we came down. I was like, yes. of course I go back. So here we are. Jaws made people afraid to go in the water. Right. Right. You had other movies that made people afraid to go camping. Right. Now you have a movie that makes you afraid to go to sleep. That's fair. So that's the effect. You got to go to sleep at some point. That's fair. You don't have to go in the water. You don't have to go yeah. camping. You have to sleep. Mm -hmm. It's that's like Psycho with the uh, with the shower scene. It's like you have to take a shower pretty much every day. Yeah. Or if you, know, sure. you don't have to, but yeah. you know, good luck in the grocery store. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a very good point. Okay. Yeah, right, so I, I, I think that's it. where it gets the the notoriety from. Yes, because I, I like the film. I, I don't want people to believe me. We will have tons of haters of this podcast if, if one of the hosts doesn't like Nightmare on Elm Street. Sure. I like it. I just didn't understand why it was as huge as it was, especially to a lot of filmmakers that I yeah. respect. Freddy looks so great, yeah. and he kills you in your sleep. Right. It's like the it's the great combo. Okay. Creepy character, mm -hmm. creepy concept. All right, well, well thank yeah. you guys for yeah. clearing hey. things up a little bit. It's, uh, no problem. It's a piece of cake. <laughs> piece, piece of quam cake. cake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, it's not on the list, but hey. But we got, all right, so one through five. So October 1st, The Witch. October 2nd, Blair Witch Project. October 3rd, Sinister. October 4th, The Descent. And October 5th, Nightmare on Elm Street. It is time to turn it over to Dr. Halloween. Okay, so my first movie is Creepshow from 1982. Fun. It's you, a fun kickoff. You won't believe this. You've never seen it. I have not seen Creepshow. I think we've had this conversation. I think we have too. 20 to 30 times throughout the last 20 years. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's one that regularly comes up and like, oh yeah, Creepshow, that's so much fun. Be like, you know, I've never seen it. <laughs> so what made you kick off the month with that? <sighs> So, uh, all things horror and Halloween, um, you know, they really, uh, I mean, George Romero, Stephen King, uh, you have one writing it, one directing it. You have five shorts in this anthology series. You have some of the best actors, um, to appear in an eighties horror film. You have Ted Danson, you have Leslie Nielsen. Um, it is, uh, you even have, uh, a young Ed Harris in it in the in the first Father's Day skit doing a, a god awful dance. Um, it's just a classic. The visuals, the comic book style. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's a very unique unique film, and I still think it's uh, really the poster for the poster boy for for any horror anthologies that are being made. It's still the one that you have to uh, to beat out. Yeah, but that definitely set the standard. And the only reason I watched it is like when it was on, it used to be on IFC like every day from like September, mm -hmm. even through like November. It's like Creep Show 1, Creep Show 2 every day. Yep. So wow. that's how I was able to catch those two. And then there's a third, I think, too. But yeah, there is. But I don't, I, think, I don't think it's canon in the in the franchise. No. Nah, it's like a spinoff. I think it's a straight to DVD kind of 
hey, mm-hmm. check it out. But yeah, Creep Show, to- so much fun. So we're totally yep. worth checking out. All right. Um, my second movie is Night of the Demons from 1988. Yes. Now, I'm not familiar with that one. What, who's who's uh, involved with that one? I So yeah. it's, oh, go ahead, Eddie. No, no, no. After, I, I literally have seen it. I don't uh, I literally saw it on your recommendation from last year's Halloween. So I please. Oh, okay. Um, well, it's it's directed by uh, this guy Kevin Tenney, I believe is uh, the pronunciation. Uh, he also directed 1986's Witchboard. Um, I don't know if you've seen that. Film. We have seen Witchboard. Love Witchboard. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Really neat film. Um, so Night of the Demons uh, takes place at a old abandoned uh, asylum um, where a group of kids go to party and spend the night. Uh, and lo and behold, night of the demons, maybe some demons appear. So it's, uh, it's great. It's, it's oozing with Halloween atmosphere. Um, it's, it's funny at times. Uh, it's weird at times. So it really captures all that the Halloween season has to offer. Nice. All right. Awesome. My third film is Halloween for the return of Michael Myers. Really? Yep. Yep. So, so I, I put this one there um, because I, I don't want to put something like Halloween two, uh, you know, from, from 1981 this early in the lineup. Okay. Because I mean, the hospital setting of that movie and everything, it's, it's iconic and classic, but Halloween four has a very rural Midwestern, um, feel to it and the imagery of farms and barns and hay bales that that stuff just reminds me of when I was a kid and we would drive out you know far far into the suburbs of Philadelphia and go to a haunted house on a farm or something like that so right it's usually baits like and you hit all those farms and the hay bales and everything I yep. yeah I, I could see that being an appeal for four yeah I did not know the again this fall seasonal Halloween feel. I did not know that that surrounded Halloween for so much until the age of YouTube and, and things like that. Only because yeah. when I first saw Halloween four, I was like, the mask is terrible. The, yeah. The guy looks like Lurch. Like he's walking yep. like, like, uh, but, but the thing is now given time, just like with Halloween three, given time, I have come to love Halloween four. Like for everything that, that that you just said, that opening scene for some reason really sets the tone. Like when that when the um the beginning credits, putting the names yep. up on the screen. So yes. All right. Okay. Yeah. So definitely worth. All right. I'll give it another shot. It's it it it's come a long way since we used to watch it at the beer store. Okay. On AMC. Well, and even that, like we did the basement run the one time. We did four and five. Yeah. Or we we did four, five, six. We did. In one day, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a film that I there was a good two or three year period where I didn't really watch it or engage with it that much. Yeah. Um but with AMC Fear Fest growing up, I feel like they played Halloween four almost more than they did the original. Uh, it was always on. Yeah. Always on. So I got used to it then. But yeah, guys like George Wilbur playing Michael Myers, he's a bit hokey. The mask is weird. At one point, there's a mask that has uh, like yellowish blonde hair um, and a pink mask. And the director and nobody thought to tell him, hey, you're wearing a mask with, you know, yellow hair. This isn't the Michael Myers mask. And, Mm. you know, they rolled it. And plus, 
Donald Pleasance gets hammier uh, as the series goes on, and he's in you know perfect uh, perfect effect in this one. Yeah. Yep. All right. Okay. So my fourth movie is uh, The Bride of Frankenstein from 1935. Classic. <laughs> one I haven't seen in quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. Uh, you know, Universal Monsters, uh, Frankenstein's monster is associated with the Halloween season. Um, it's uh, it's a classic all around. Um, great atmosphere. James Wales directing a lot of the very um, very scenic shots uh, of of um, wide landscapes with fog rolling in, and yeah, it just gets you really in the mood. Okay. Yeah. That's that's one one of my objectives has been to go back to those those classic monster movies and wa- rewatch those. Well, you said not getting through an episode without mentioning Jaws. Uh-huh. I don't know if I'll get through one without mentioning Viva Video in Ardmore. Yeah, yeah. The last picture store. I picked up um, some kind of celebration special edition of The Creature from the Black Lagoon. Nice. So I haven't watched wow. it yet. Uh, but that's if you haven't been on that main strip in Ardmore, uh, Viva Video, Viva Video, totally yes. worth totally worth checking out. Yes. So, all right. Okay. So my fifth movie is Day of the Dead from 1985. George Romero again, uh, my favorite of the Dead series. Um, a classic. It's it's dark. It's gritty. It's underground and. Uh, the special effects by uh, Tom Savini are just top notch yet again. Yeah, I mean he's like the godfather of that yep. of that genre. Um, so day because because it's the you know all hope is lost part of the. Uh... Yeah, it's there's just something about it. Um, I, I love the idea of 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 having two groups. One are scientists and the other are military and Mm -hmm. pitting them against one another in this underground bunker cave, uh, in Miami. And, um, I also put it on the list too, because it's, it's a tiny thing. It's a weird little quirk I have, but the beginning of that movie in one of the opening scenes, there's a calendar that the heroine in the film is looking at and there is a, it's October and all the X's, you know, are, are on all the dates leading up to Halloween. So I just thought that was a little neat thing. Which is, <laughs> well played, and, sir. Yes. And, and you asked me and I, I didn't articulate it that well, but you said, why did I put Creepshow at number one? And uh, that's bookended by a, a short that involves Tom, C- uh, not Tom Savini, Tom Atkins. And mm-hmm. there's a jack-o'-lantern in it. In it, so that's why it's the first movie for October. Bang! Wow. All right, so that's, that's some solid planning. Listen up, folks. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. When do you <laughs> see this article? It makes <laughs> you feel the season. I can't wait. I, it, it'll give you the feels. All right, so number one, October first, Creep Show. Two, Night of the Demons. Three, Halloween. Four, October fourth, Bride of Frankenstein, classic, and October fifth, Day of the Dead. All right. Nice. So we we'll will bring it back to the Red River list. Just the hand selected from a bunch of years ago. <laughs> All right. So on six. Yes. It's the one that asked the question, you know, why are you even here? Yeah. Do you like scary movies? Oh. It's Scream. Oh. Number six. Yeah. October six. Okay. October 6th, Scream. And that, what, what day of the week does that fall on this year? 
Well, let's see. You're gonna have to look because this is the old calendar. Yes, right? it is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Tuesday. A Tuesday. 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 Yep. All right. Well, Tuesdays with Nev. Uh, yeah, I like your uh, Doctor Halloween's methodology a little better because watching Scream on a Tuesday. But anyway, it's a classic. You have to watch it. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it sets it up to challenge Doctor Halloween with October seventh by watching Dawn of the oh, Dead, oh, oh, oh. which is like my preferred of the series just because of the Philly aspect in there so i'm like mm-hmm. okay yep. that's just a homer you know hometown thing be like oh yeah cool sure it's where i'm from right, you know right. that's <laughs> one of those yeah so, <laughs> so i actually i got to um i did go to the monroeville mall the last time i went out yeah to see uh, i stayed in monroeville to see the phillies versus pirates so I'm walking through the mall. I didn't know that apparently it's not really that safe of a mall nowadays. That's what I've heard. Okay. I was fine. Everybody was cool. I didn't have any problems. But they had a bust of George Romero in the mall. That's cool. An actual. I mean, I walked wow. through the gallery in the 90s. Not many malls are going to intimidate me. Yeah, that, exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, apparently that's what I heard. I'm like, huh, I'm here. I even did a live stream. But anyway, yeah. Um, Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> Moving on to follow up, Dawn of the Dead is Shaun of the Dead. Oh. Let's get a little laugh in there. Yes. Uh, yeah. I Can't go wrong with Shaun of the Dead. It makes me laugh. And it's also what got uh, Simon Pegg then started. Uh, he got a spot in, what was it? Land of the Dead. Following this because Romero saw it and was just like, hey, why don't you guys uh, do a little cameo in my next movie? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Romero approved and loved it. So. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, it was Ed, it was Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright that were in yeah. Land, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Great film. So much fun. So much fun. Then we go to October 9th with my. I guess I, I, is it still my number one? I guess it has to be just because I've always said it was my number one, which is The Evil Dead. Yes, uh, we ha- we have to spend huh. some time on this one. The, uh, we got to go really deep into The Evil Dead. That's going to get a whole. Episode yeah. in itself, <laughs> right? But I'll, I'll give just a little anecdote. My my love for the Evil Dead. I was working at GameStop at mm-hmm. the time. My dad, for all the movies that he had, the Evil Dead. It was we, we didn't have like I think a, a DVD version. I, I can't even remember why we did not have the Evil Dead. It might have been taped. Mm-hmm. We couldn't find it. Anyway, when you reserved. The Evil Dead PS2 game that came out, I think it was called Fistful of Boomstick, yeah. you got a free VHS of The Evil Dead. Yeah. So I, of course, reserved Fistful of Boomstick and and got to watch yeah. Evil Dead for the first time. And then I remember we would go like going to Suncoast Video at the mall the next time and getting like I got a bunch of pins and posters and Yes. <laughs> Good times. Yep. So what about you, Dr. I Allen? didn't know they made a video game. They did. So there was a really bad one for the original PlayStation, but there was a fun one that just got monotonous over time. Uh, they actually ended up making two. The first one was called Fistful of Boomstick. I can't remember what the second one that was on, like PlayStation 2 and Xbox. So hmm. it was kind of like a plat. Well, maybe not a platform, but like a 3D open world. You're running around shooting things. It's a real shame how often they've tried to bring around the Ash character and it just keeps not working out. Like I I really enjoyed Ash versus Evil Dead. Right. It was a fun show and was prematurely canceled, which is unfortunate. They could have squeezed yeah, in one more season, it would have been perfect. It would have been fine. 
Yeah. Could have done like six more episodes just to wrap up the story. Is that on Netflix currently? Do you know? I still haven't watched it uh, yet. I don't know. Might be. Okay. But here we are. Moving on. On October 10th. Undebatable. Some people call it a classic. A lot of people I know call it overrated. And that is uh-huh. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Wow. Number 10. Yeah, on overrated. October 10th. Well, see, you're an overrated guy. Yeah, I know a lot of people. A lot oh, of no, people. I'm a, I'm a, I don't think you could, I think you could never overrate that film. Okay. I think it, I think it might be, uh, that's, I think my, not my favorite horror film of all time, but it's the one I hold up as the scariest and I think the, the best, uh, the best made. Yeah. Okay. I, I think horror, like classic horror filmmakers agree with you. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know if you guys saw this. I don't know if it was a Rolling Stone article or um, another Hollywood type, they interviewed people like John Carpenter, George Romero, um, Wes Craven, and when they all put their choices together, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre ended up being number one. How about that? As far as weighted value in all of the classic horror. I think it's well-deserved. I think it's just for people who see it that might not be into horror movies or want something more modern, like maybe don't appreciate like Mm -hmm. what it was for the time that it came out. I think they think that's where I got most of the like, they're like, Oh yeah, movies are all right. I don't understand why it's a classic. It's boring. It's like it it builds suspense. Yes. You know, come on, get it together. Let's go to October 11th. With, we shall pausing. Yeah. Uh, We pause. pause. Okay, good. Let's, let's, yeah, let's do uh, take it back. Dr. Halloween. Yep. Okay. Uh, So my movie for the 6th of October is called They Live Inside Us. Um, So every October, I also try to add a movie to my list that is uh, yet to release. So They Live Inside Us is an adaptation um, of a short um, episode in this anthology series called The Witching Season. Mm. Uh, I believe it's available on Amazon Prime. But if you want to talk about people that know the season of Halloween and know that autumnal feel, um, the director of this anthology series nails it. Um, so they are adapting one of the the shorts in that anthology series into a, uh, feature film and it comes out, um, October 6th. So it should be good. It's, uh, just for a quick tagline. Um, I believe, uh, this guy goes to a haunted house with his daughter where, he plans on spending the night so he can get some inspiration for his next writing project. And things go on from there in a not so good way. Mm, cool. All, All right. right. Okay. So uh, my number seven film is Prince of Darkness by John Carpenter um, from 1987. Yeah. That's, that's one where every like big time horror fans all agree that that is a gem. Absolutely. You know. And I remember that's how we, someone, someone older than us told us to watch. Cause we were kids when we saw it, we we're probably like 15 or so. And someone's like, Oh, you guys like horror movies? You seen Prince of Darkness? We're like, <laughs> no. And they're like, Puh, you don't know horror movies. And we like got back and they're like, dad, do you have Prince of Darkness? It's like, oh yeah, it's down there. <laughs> <laughs> it was, we, was that, you know, who was the biggest advocate for us? Who's that? That, that it was Joe D'Angelo. Had to be Joe D. He runs the dif- uh, different take, different take YouTube on YouTube channel. Yeah. He was the one. He's like, dude, dude, dude. 
<laughs> Technically <laughs> older than us. He is. Tex. Yes. He's got me by like a couple months. So. No, but he was like, <laughs> he was juiced. He was so excited. Like, we, we have to watch this movie. Yeah. No, that's to. true. So. Yes. Prince of Darkness. A plus. Mm-hmm. So the movie for the 8th of October is The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Uh, it's from a few years ago. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but uh, it stars Emil Hirsch, um, and it uh, takes place in a morgue. His uh, his father's morgue. Um, a body comes in. Something is not right with it. And when that body arrives in the morgue, weird weird stuff starts to happen. Hmm. Um, very claustrophobic film. Um, I don't want to give too much away if you haven't seen it, but it fits in perfectly with the season and. Um, it's just a great film. One of the the best, I think, of the past decade, I would say. Yeah. And it's probably like like three years ago, maybe. I feel like I remember it coming out and being like, oh, that looks interesting. Yeah, probably three or four years ago. Yeah. About that. Okay, cool. Um, so my number nine film is uh, also a relatively uh, recent film called Hell House LLC. Hmm. Um, it's a found footage movie. Um, a group of haunters. Um, it, it centers on a documentary crew going and visiting um, an old hotel where a, uh, a tragedy happened five years earlier. Um, so it involves this group of people setting up a haunted house and it kind of follows, um, follows them in the days leading up to the grand opening where the tragedy happens. So kind of a mystery angle. How did this happen? What goes on? But if you want to spend, you know, 90 minutes inside of a haunted house uh, during October, this is one of the movies for you. I do. <laughs> so, especially, especially this, this year. year. <laughs> yeah. So, so if you can't get out to a haunted house because of COVID, definitely check out this movie. It sounds like. Uh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. If you're afraid, if you really don't want, because I am going to every single attraction that's open. Okay. But if you really don't want to, you could watch Hell House LLC and get somewhat of the same experience from your living room pretty much i would say if you if you if you're not going to go with that movie uh there's also the house's october built i don't know if you've seen that either also a found footage film yes i watched it was on netflix and i watched it on one of the fall days okay yes i think actually the first fall day it was in so when we cook breakfast there's always like a like a warm-up film and then we go to an attraction in the middle of all that. But yes, I, I, I have seen the house is October built. And at the one convention that I actually went to the only one in Jersey, they were selling the houses October built too. That was for some reason, a big deal. Huh. Like every vendor had a copy of that for sale. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. At every table. Yeah. So, and nobody probably bought them that movie, not to speak ill of it, but you can skip that movie. That yeah. one oh. is, uh, not that good. Okay. So they got super excited about one, made two, and we're like, yeah, we're going to do it. And it's like, no, nah, no, no. Well, they did what a lot of sequels do where they start explaining away the background in the first one. So there's things that happen in two, which you know that wasn't their intention in the first one. So it's like this sleight of hand and it kind of diminishes the first one. So you're best off just skipping it all together. Gotcha. All right. Uh, my number 10 film is uh, The Blob from 1988, the remake. You know what, yeah. the remake. Remake makes sense because, you know, there's Blob Fest not far from us. So 
Keep the old one there. Have the new one for this. Yeah, yep. and 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 I was curious. So with the Blob eighty eight, what makes that feel that it belongs in the most important month for horror movies for you? Like what what puts that there? So I, I sometimes every year I'll try to slip in like a nineteen fifties sci fi film like Them or something like that. Um, so I just really like the idea of having a a classic creature feature, but it's it's modernized. Um, it has great acting. The special effects in the film are phenomenal. Um, and it's extremely graphic and gory. So, um, you know, that's, that's why I have it in October. Uh, but also it takes one of, there's a line in the opening, uh, couple minutes of the film where I think the mother says, put on your jacket. It's cold out. It's October. So to me, that's all, you know, somebody with a mind like me has to hear and boom, there you go. Nice. Gosh. I like I love these details. <laughs> it adds so much it adds so much to it. That's why I think it was important to do this. Yeah. Again, I was so excited to get Red River Horror's list out there a few years ago. Just picked from people obviously from Philly, Oklahoma, Los Angeles, like we had people from Texas, mm-hmm. all over the country picking what made it to the top 31. And I was so like happy, so excited. But when I met up for the first time in a long time with Dr. Halloween last year, it was like, wow, this is a whole new angle, a whole new level mm-hmm. of of the month of October and your your viewing. So I feel yeah. I felt like it had it had to be heard. That, right? so. <laughs> hey, it it's fantastic. All right. All right. It's back to the Red River side. Yeah, man. And so October eleventh, number eleven. Here we go. With our pal. Mr. Tuesday. Yes. Starring Tony Todd, Candyman. Yep. Candyman. Candyman. So we just watched it not too long ago. (laughs) So if you've been following along the Red River Horror podcast, this podcast was born in quarantine. Uh, Joe and I have been going back. We watched uh, Phantasm 1 through 5 Mm -hmm. and Candyman. We've pretty much been watching different films. Blair Witch 2. Blair Witch 2. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was the last one we watched outside. Right? I think so. Blair Witch 2. <laughs> yep. So, but anyway, this little backstory, we said this in another episode. We started Tony Todd Tuesday for those. That's the day, Tony, Tony Todd Tuesday. Hashtag Tony Correct. Todd Tuesday. And he participates. He's a great, he's, he's he great with it. He likes retweets. People will comment. So, Tony Todd's What's awesome. What's Pictures and gifts of Tony Todd. <laughs> <laughs> just literally these. So I didn't. Joe is from. So this is very interesting to give everybody just a little quick story. Dr. Halloween is a writer, comes from the world, the literary world, writes extremely well. We'll be editing a ton for Red River Horror. Don't worry, not too much. Um, <laughs> I come from the world of radio, radio broadcasting. That's my background. Mm. Joe came from a very successful podcast. That was it. It wasn't horror specific. It was no. just pop culture. Yeah, you know, talk, talking nerdy. We we're talking nerdy, right? So, so, and talking trash on Roxburgh. <laughs> Those were the two themes, right? So, so with that podcast, they had a lot of hashtag games that they would do on Twitter, and I was completely not that familiar with Twitter. So I just was like, oh, I have an idea. Let's do Tony Todd Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So we did. And what well, actually stems off from what was hashtag Xander Berkeley Friday, who Correct. is also in 
Candyman. (laughs) (laughs) So a lot of those pictures and gifts were the two of them together. Correct. And that's when, and you're like, hey, Tony taught Tuesday and it took off. And all of that goes, if you go further back, it gets weirder. It all really started from hashtag Owl Wednesday, (laughs) which was just posting pictures of owls and tagging random celebrities and people. (laughs) So, So, but anyway, Joe, Joe taught me the whole hashtag games thing. I'm like, yeah, Yeah. Tony taught to. So when I met him, he was just like, oh yeah, thank you for that. That was was great. (laughs) It's funny, but. He goes along with it and even he, follow, he follows me now. Yes, he follows me as well. Yeah, so, you know, he wished me a happy Gotta birthday a couple times, so. Yeah, yes, he did. Yeah. You got the personal treatment. I got the per- the personal happy birthday from him, so yeah, I'll That's take awesome. it. Nice guy. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, maybe one day, someday, he'll come, come on with us, but he's busy. He's very busy, too. He, he works. Is. He works a lot, so. He's a working actor. Good for him. On October 12th, now going back to that when we also, I also wrote articles for the podcast website. And one of the ones I did was, oh, it was a horror movie list. And I fought tooth and nail because people kept voting for this one. I don't consider it a horror movie. Oh, really? No. Everybody else don't does. in suspense. The Silence of the Lambs. Huh. Ooh. I like them. Don't get me wrong. I really like the movie. But when I talk about like horror movies, this will never be on my list for horror movies. Wow. Okay. I, I can understand it. It's 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 got more of a thrill to it. It's so polished with like story. I just don't feel hmm. scared or horror. I feel like so the characters are so deep that I don't know. Like, I don't know. We should put a Twitter poll up. All right. So so is Silence of the Lambs a horror movie? Do you agree with Red River Joe or no. not? Dr. Halloween, what do you think? Is it a horror movie or not? That's tough. I I don't I, I've never included it on uh any list in October. Um it's one of my favorite films. Uh it's kind of a mixture between horror and thriller more leaning towards thriller but it has horrific elements i don't know mm. okay yeah like i would put it in a in a different cat like a different category yeah um but i mean that that's just me you know a lot of people hannibal lecter is a scary guy but you know he's scary because of you know the type of person he, there's just so much more to it right but hey yeah it's all good so whatever whatever gets you scared. Right, that's the twelfth. Yeah. So we go to October thirteenth, which was like a, uh, a I get could I call it a sleeper hit for a time or maybe cult hit? Uh, no, it's it's past the cult. It's status, past the cult status, sure. but that is it follows. Yes. And that one like came out like I remember that was one that just was being talked about a lot. It was like, hey, did you check out this? It follows. You, you, I had not seen. Oh, it, that was me like, that did it to you. Okay, you, you, yeah, I, yeah. I showed it to you. That's right. No, because the thing is, I took. We are always skeptical of each other when we talk about films. Oh yeah, you said we know each other pretty well like that. You're just like, no, seriously, like just watch it. Yeah, and let me know what you think. And yeah. and it was fantastic. Very clever. <laughs> yeah. Very clever. Very original. Yep. So it has that for it. So. Okay. It may or may not appear on my list as well this year. So, oh, okay, we'll find out. <laughs> will, will it follow? Yeah, later in the list. But first, on October fourteenth, after that, it's got to get through the fog. Oh, 
Oh, baby. Yes. Oh, there's a... <laughs> Talk about the, atmosphere. The original, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I actually went back. Maybe we us three can do something on this. I went back and watched the, the remake of The Fog, and it still really is that bad. Yeah, I didn't bother because you told me not to bother. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you said just don't. Yeah. So I didn't. Yeah. But, but the original? Oh, my gosh. A gem. It's perfect. It's a gem. And then we round off the October 15th with one that we just, what we talked about. I mean, Carpenter's just, Carpenter's the man he when is. it comes to Halloween movies. So then 15th on our list is Prince of Darkness. Boom. So bang. You got it, people. We have some crossover. Right? Prince of Darkness. All right. A lot of Carpenter. So mm-hmm. we will go through the top 15 at the end because if you're, if you're consuming this in your vehicle, you're not able to see it. Mm. We're, we're going we're gonna to round up our the Red River Horror handpicked top 15. Dr. Halloween, your last five. Okay, October 11th, we'll see me viewing House on Haunted Hill with Vincent Price. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's a Sunday. It's a black and white film. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't watched it in about two or three years, so um, Dark. I'm looking forward to revisiting it. Okay. Another movie, got to watch it in a dark room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and especially, that's what I love about the in, the introduction of that movie with Vincent Price. Like, he's just talking. His voice is just too perfect. So. Yeah, you could yeah. almost turn off, uh, you could almost just not even look at the TV and just listen to just the audio of it. Yeah. And he's such a phenomenal actor. Yeah. And his lines are so great, it could just carry you right through the film. Yeah, that's that. But I, w- I wish I could do an impression, but I can't. And I'm not going to. <laughs> not going to okay. do it. Because it'll come out just like a goofy. Yeah. It's not going to work. It's all right. Yeah. But. Okay. So October 12th, uh, I have The House of the Devil uh, by Ty West. Directed by Ty West. Written by Ty West. I believe edited by Ty West. Um one of my top 10 favorite films probably the past 20 years. Uh, great film. Involves the devil. The devil. Halloween go hand in hand. Um, so it's a great film. And uh, it has a retro uh, 70s feel to it. So um, it, it really just blends in with the palette of all the movies I have pretty nicely. So That's actually cool. one we, we, we watched when I moved into this house. That no. was Joe D'Angelo from from Different, Different take. take. He's just like, you guys got to see this. You got to <laughs> see this. So, yes, House of the Devil was – Yeah, I remember Check. watching that for the first time, surprisingly, uh, right where we are sitting right now. Uh, pretty cool. Yeah, it's a great film. His, uh, his sequel – not sequel. His uh, second film, Innkeepers, is great too if you haven't seen that. I have not. So, no, but I will. For 13, this is going to be controversial. Uh, I have a feeling Eddie will not really bat an eye. I'm kind of frightful Mm. of of Joe's reaction to this, seeing as what he just said about Silence of the Lambs. So I have, for the 13th of October, it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. Now, based on a conversation Ed and I had before we came on that I can't talk about, (laughs) when it comes to peanuts, I love peanuts. So... Mm -hmm. Always, that it's got to be. You got to watch that. So it belongs. Yeah, it does. Okay. I, I agree wholeheartedly. So. Yes. Especially you need you know just something to chill it out a little bit, right. shake it up. 
Yeah, that's that's why I have it on the list. It's short. It's 25 minutes. So, yeah. you know, it's it's tough as we get older to fit in 31, 32 movies throughout the whole month. And there's some days where you're like, I can't even look at a screen. So, you know, uh, you just throw in the great pumpkin. And if you feel like watching a movie afterwards, you know, you can. So, um, so I always include it on my list. Yeah. And especially that short, it's just like, oh, I'm going to miss a day. No, you're not. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you, you got time for this one. Yes. Do you own that, that one? Sit your ass down in Charlie Brown parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poor Charlie. Do you own that Poor one? Char- I do. Okay. I do. I do not own that one, Kurt. Yeah. Sit your ass down in Charlie Brown. <laughs> don't speak for sit your ass down. <laughs> okay. Okay. So for the 14th of October, I have yet another John Carpenter film, and this is Christine. Yes. I know you love that one. I do. Can't go wrong with Christine. No. That's a fun Love watch. It. Classic, uh, the setting, um, the car. It's written by, you know, the novel's written by Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Keith David in, in the lead role. He's phenomenal. His transformation is is great. Um, just great film. And the score is phenomenal, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. The- that, I mean, that that's what really makes it. It adds so, adds so much to it. Yes. Yeah. And the yeah, without thing the is, score, that's that's kind of like maximum overdrive in a way, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in a in a weird way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I have a question. So, since you are a writer, did you read the book? I did a long time ago. Okay. Now, among it's a lot different, it, it is. I love the book for the very like. For all of the reasons you love Fall and you've picked the films that you've picked and the atmosphere and things like that, that's how I feel about Christine. Even though it takes place over all the seasons, it starts in the summer, goes through the entire school year. But when they're describing Fall, like, um, no, Buddy's the bad guy. Uh, Dennis, I'm sorry. Dennis plays on the football team. Their colors in the high school. Well, it's set in Western Pennsylvania in the fictitious Libertyville. Mm-hmm. Colors of the high school, orange and black. So I yep. always have to listen to Christine, the audiobook, every October. Okay. Yes. It's a great one. All right. All right. And my number 15 movie is Pumpkinhead uh, by Stan Winston. Nice. Yes. Nice. That was the one for years going into like either like West Coast Blockbuster or whatever, like just walking by, I would just always see that box. Yeah. And then we finally just rented it. Yeah. It's like, well, I guess it's time to finally watch this. <laughs> right. And I was like, oh, whoa, that was, that was really good. Yeah. That was fun. It, I, I've never been more impressed with a creature from a movie like I, I obviously was aware of film budgets at the time that Joe and I finally watched it. Yeah. When we actually saw Pumpkinhead, I'm like, wow, that that's pretty impressive looking. It, it was not what I was expecting. It was it was way better than I'd anticipated. Just walking by the box, I'm like, Pumpkinhead, okay. And I was like, all right. Well, yeah. Totally, totally caught me by surprise. Yep. And uh and if you're into music, the, the misfits have a song 
called Pumpkinhead about mm. the movie. Not the Danzig era Misfits. It's the Michael Graves era. That's the 90s Misfits. Okay. So not the one you might be thinking of. It's the one with the different singer. Right. You don't know that. No. <laughs> I, okay. I I think I saw them at the truck once, but I don't re- I don't remember. Yeah. So uh, yeah, one of these days I'll go through like the horror punk stuff. Yeah, or just the horror rock. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So shall we shall we recap our lists here? Well, let's sure. ha- let's do a fast rundown of uh, Doctor Halloween's list. Okay. So that is again, people. So pay attention to this. These are fifty movies to check out. To get October started, Dr. Halloween, lay him down on us again. Okay. Uh, the first movie, Creep Show, Night of the Demons, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, The Bride of Frankenstein, Day of the Dead, They Live Inside Us, Prince of Darkness, The Autopsy of Jane Doe, Hell House LLC, The Blob uh, from 1988, House on Haunted Hill, uh, the original from 55, uh, The House of the Devil, It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, Christine, and Pumpkinhead. Fantastic. Nice. That's a fun list. Yep. Totally worth checking out. And then, All right. Red River Horror, the from a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take this one? Yeah, sure. All right. So October 1st, you're watching The Witch. October 2nd, the Blair Witch Project, October 3rd, Sinister, October 4th, The Descent, whichever one the internet says is better, <laughs> October 5th, Nightmare on Elm Street, October 6th, Scream, October 7th, Dawn of the Dead, the original, October 8th, Shaun of the Dead, October 9th, The Evil Dead, October 10th, The Texas Chainsaw Mac- Massacre, not the Michael Bay one, the good one. <laughs> number 11 Candyman Tony Todd Tuesday number 12 The Silence of the Lambs Joe disagrees <laughs> number 13 It Follows number 14 The Fog and October 15th Prince of Darkness outstanding so those are a lot Great. of suggestions <laughs> you'll hear this on Monday this is coming out on Monday yeah. September 21st uh correct that's excellent yeah so you get ahead of the game right you got 15 movies you are set we got you covered we do yeah and then we're gonna do the next 15 on another episode right we will so you'll you'll hear the next 15 as we again we have two interviews lined up interviews we got some fun stuff got another ghost story a couple ghost stories in the works do have some ghost stories we got so much fun fun. (laughs) i can we got a lot of fun shit coming yes we very much do (laughs) and honestly redriverhard.com is going to be the place to uh catch it all you know nick will have the the uh preview yeah that'll be out on the first of the month yeah dr halloween has written a beautiful piece now what we're gonna do is we're gonna post that piece on redriverhorror.com to see how it kind of get in your head like why you selected what you selected and when we post it it's gonna have the bottom 16 blocked out oh okay oh interesting yes fun very interesting so like it. now if people really want to go back and look at the Red River Horror, uh, it was called Red October from a few years ago. You're mm-hmm. more than welcome to. I wouldn't spoil it if I were you. I would still listen to the podcast because, again, yeah. in two weeks, we'll be giving the remaining 
the, the rest of the month yeah. of October. Yeah, it's going to be great. And thanks, thank you to everyone who's been listening, who's checked out the show. And we are, we're growing. Fun yep. things are happening. And we appreciate everybody who's been along for the ride. We're welcoming Dr. Halloween to, to the team. You know, we got a, a, so much fun stuff happening. I'm, I'm thrilled. Yes. So, on, I mean, on that note, I got, no, I got nothing left. You got something else? Um, I'm good. I think just if, if you want to reach out, if you have ideas for the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, for Joe, for me, for Dr. Halloween, you can hit me up, redriverhorror at gmail.com, mm-hmm. and also at redriverhorror on Twitter. Yeah, tweet at me, at Red River Joe. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then our special guest, Dr. Halloween, thanks so much for joining us this week. Thank you so much, uh, both of you, for having me on. Yes. Had a blast. Thank you. And that about wraps up episode nine of the Red River Hard Podcast. Thank you very much. And everyone out there, keep traveling those channels of fear.